I am extremely susceptible to emotional manipulation. I don't mean by people in my life per se, but things like, like stories and media tropes and highly constructed atmospheres made to make you feel a certain kind of way. This ranges from things like, say, a lit Christmas tree in a dim room all the way to a gut-wrenching tragedy, real or fiction. It's pretty easy to get me to cry. I went to a complete stranger's wedding and teared up at the incredibly short, basic, and honestly highly impersonal vow exchange. I find myself feeling emotionally punched in the gut, near or in tears, about a lot of things. And it doesn't feel like a problem. In fact, I kind of love it. I seek it out. I saw Ragtime at a local theater and felt lukewarm about it as a whole, but I did cry a lot at the end and I walked out of the theater practically begging my friends to come up with something else to make me cry at. Like a junkie looking for my next fix. It's a strange desire and a little masochistic. It's not like it makes me feel good, necessarily. I just think I love feeling. There's a lot of media that is total trash or that I actively dislike, but am so willing to consume because I know that it will mess with my emotions. I love trash because it tells me exactly how to feel. It kind of treats me like an idiot who needs it all spelled out. But I'm a sucker for extremely prescribed emotions and I'm very presupposed to such flagrant acts of pathos. Like fireworks, for example. Especially fireworks paired with music. Especially fireworks paired with music at Disney World. The last time I was at Disney, I was 13 years old, and I vividly remember welling up at the end of the night at the Magic Kingdom as my family watched the nightly fireworks show. I didn't even feel that strongly about being in Disney World because I was a moody little teen stuck there with my boring family. The fireworks literally happen every night. It's nothing special. But Disney World does such a good job at overwhelming all your senses with emotional information that you have no choice but to accept it as your current reality and just sit in it. Well, that's not true. You do have a choice. Some people pride themselves on not buying into all that and being able to rise above the fabricated happiness, but I don't care. Give it to me. I love it. I crave it. I don't care how disingenuous it is. Is this a bad thing? Does this make me weak? Does this make me stupid? I don't know. I've never been a fan of the attitude of like, I'm too smart to like that fun thing because I can see it for what it is. Actually, scratch that. I think I used to be like that when I was younger. I think I'm just trying to beat that out of my system. In my adolescence, I fancied myself an intellectual and therefore I wrote off a lot of mainstream media that people around me liked. I refused to like hip hop and a lot of pop music. I didn't watch a lot of primetime TV and I instead prowled the internet and got into things like obscure YouTubers and an Australian comedy troupe. It was incredibly irritating. And as I realized that, I tried to knock myself down a peg. I've decided that I don't need to deprive myself of things that I might greatly enjoy just because they're stupid or popular. Not saying I've totally cured myself of my pretentious tendencies, but I'm working on it. Now, there are things, like The Bachelor, for example, that I never watched because it never appealed to me, mostly out of a sense of superiority to begin with. But I've watched a couple episodes this season for the first time, and while it is a kind of trash I'm willing to side-eye with a bemused smile, my stance on it has kind of held firm. The absurdity of the production and the content is far overshadowed by the deeply unsettling structure, pitting girls against each other for the sake of dramatic television and gaslighting them about their wants, needs, and behavior in an absolutely toxic environment. I can watch it and laugh at how wild it is, and I absolutely form opinions on the girls, but I usually walk away feeling really icky about the fact that I formed an opinion I know I was supposed to form, influenced by the production and the editing. 
So this is not all to say that I avoid poignant, emotionally intelligent narratives in favor of trash. Smart storytelling is incredibly important to me, and it's a skill that I strive to cultivate in myself. But I think sometimes stories that feel lifelike add to my own confusion, my worries, my dread that some things that happen in this world are unavoidable and hopeless. They make me feel things I can't actually walk away from. Shallow feelings can be an escape. It's easier to experience a replica of heartbreak or love or devastating loss than the real thing. And being the avoidant coward I am, I don't mind seeking out those replicas to feel alive. Sometimes, it's just nice to be told exactly when to cry and know that you can leave it behind. This has been day 16 of the February Project, a mini-podcast where I'm making an audio piece of 10 minutes or less every day in the month of February 2019. This podcast lives on a website called Batcamp, and the music you heard was by Poddington Bear.